Hello and welcome to Chatter Cave Podcast for the first time in what two two months is it? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Uh, it was July. With all, with all the other podcasts failed. Was it what did you do? <laughs> Come back to me. <laughs> <laughs> but you were in the other podcast. Didn't you couldn't live with yourself with all your failure. <laughs> 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 Yeah, you know, for one of four final times, because Hayden wants to reach a certain number before we fully end this show, uh, we are okay. back for our once a month till the end of the year segment, uh, where we, you know, break down and review a movie and try to have a bit of fun as we do. Uh, I'm your host of Dragon King, Thomas Hughes. Um, I reject Monk. No, right. I reject normality and return to Monk. That's the word. Oh, ah, ah. Perfect, Caden, perfect. Basically, we're doing uh, the Godzilla and Hong Kong. Hong Kong? Kong? King Kong. <laughs> yeah, Go- Godzilla's going to be fighting Hong Kong Fui in this one. Uh, it's going to be an epic battle because uh, <laughs> he's the number one super dog. <laughs> nah, yeah, yeah we, uh, today we're discussing Godzilla versus Kong to round out our Monsterverse quadrilogy before we obviously mm-hmm. pack up shop. Um, obviously this is a new release it was released obviously in 2021 in cinemas but also not cinemas in some places if there was a cinema open it was going to cinema but then if it wasn't open then it was either HBO Max or any rental site you know Prime Video uh, mm. YouTube uh, well, Google Play Movies which is technically over YouTube uh, and basically any other sort of site you, you can get your hands on it and if you're the guy in this uh, movie, uh, the guy from the Deadpool pirated it. <laughs> uh, pirate Bay. But yeah, it, it obviously went. It was more of a rental uh, scheme of this one because obviously cinemas were kind of closed. Um, but anyway, uh, the movie focuses on Apex Cybernetics teaming up with basically monarchs, <laughs> sort of, uh, <laughs> to you know drag Kong to. From his Skull Island destroyed habitat to, you know, Hollow Earth. I guess in Middle Earth, then that's fucking Lord of the Rings. Yeah, um, you know, trying to gain access to basically stuff down there. But, you know, all this is happening while Godzilla's going on a, a rampage. What? Godzilla was our hero? No, he's a bad guy. What's going on? Uh, and, what, and why is he specifically targeting this one particular company's thing? <laughs> and, you know, it's all building up to this uh, clash of the century between these two apex kings. For the first time yeah. since 1960... Ooh, I want to say free. Mm. Uh, I'm trying to remember. the Jap- Obviously, the Japanese rendition, which I have mm. on DVD, which is very dated in the sense of when you're watching stuff in it, you're like, okay, that, that looks quite... Obviously, because it's people in suits rather than CGI. Uh, Mr. Godzilla. 1962. Oh, it's very close. I was very fucking close on that one. Um, it, it's gonna be dated, but wait, it's dated like, for the fact that there's literally like, mm. some of those moments we've got, we've got like uh, Kong riding into the fight with Godzilla on balloons. That's how dated it is. It's just him dangling from like some balloons, just flying in. Whereas this one, you got him coming in like these massive sort of helicopters, like then then and there's in the old one, he's mm. just like being hovered around by balloons, like a whole army of balloons that start popping. <laughs> I kid you not, it's not even a lie. 
it's it's a oh, funny God. it's a funny film. It, obviously, it's it's not that great, but obviously for the when it was, it was obviously this impactful thing for the fact it was two titans of the cinema colliding. Mm. Obviously, in this case, it's the exact same sort of thing. Obviously, two titans colliding, but in a more modern way because my God. The special effects in this movie are just phenomenal. Yeah. It's visually stunning. It sounds stunning. My God, they did well. Story generic, but I think is that every every good to watch. I, I, something I thought myself obviously when I did the review, review for obviously the Chat Cave when mm. I was by myself and Connor wasn't there. I did the review and I was like, oh, this film the plot's quite generic. And afterwards, I was thinking, wait, all movies plots are basically generic. Yeah, I, I, I don't think, think it, any, I don't think any movie is like a generic sort of plot line. So I think the only time it's oh, not like stop generic. It. The only time it's not generic is when it's like one of those like weird like psychological kind of yeah. films. When it's very like out there, that's when it's not generic. When it's like more of an action film, it's basically run in the middle. Generic, very yeah. in the middle. Then you go some bad company or some government, some kind of. Yeah. The monster movies, there's always going to be some kind of, like, monster reason the fighting. Yeah. If it's a, if it's a, a versus film, it's always going to be, they fight and then they go, oh, wait, we're best friends now and team up against the bad guy. See, uh, obviously, I'm just going to go straight, like, to the point as my feelings. Obviously, when they announce this, I was like, mm. so hyped, like, yep, yeah, this is going to be amazing. Uh, obviously, you know my feelings towards obviously, the MonsterVerse in general. I love the MonsterVerse. Mm. Uh, even though, obviously, when it's slightly flawed, it's the st- it's still, obviously, an entertaining universe. But, obviously, mm. they released a trailer for this, I want to say, back end of January this year. Maybe the start of February, something like that. And I remember being on call with you, James, and Alex, I think, at the time. And I, I was like... Mm we got to watch this and I put it on and I was watching it and I, I remember just sitting there getting really giddy because the trailer is probably one of the best trailers I've seen in a, a long time. Definitely. It's like, this, like, the music was a hard team. It was like, obviously, I think it was a song, um, it was a song, Here We Go and it was obviously timing mm. well with the thing. It was like, not revealing too much. It's like, oh, something's up with Godzilla. Kong's involved now. It's going to be a big fight. It wasn't revealing too much of the plot. It was like, giving you the run of the mill, like, this is what's going to happen but there's obviously going to mm. be some stuff here and obviously, it got everyone hyped for the fact there was a lot of people like, coming up with theories like, that's not Godzilla, that's Mechagodzilla. Oh, you can see Mechagodzilla in this shot. It was that sort of yeah. idea. Because I was there I was there going, first time I saw it, I was like, that's not Godzilla. It's not Godzilla. He's not doing this. Godzilla would never do this. And I remember just going, it going it's not him. <laughs> yeah, it was him. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. It's, it's Godzilla doing all the damage. It was damage. just like, you're trying to copy me. Fuck you. Copyright strike and blast them. But yeah, uh, obviously... I obviously instantly called the Mechagodzilla because I was like, this shot here, mm. you can see him there. It's fucking Mechagodzilla. And I was so hyped for this movie. And I was like, come on, count the days, count the days. Come on, come on, come on. And obviously then it hit rental the back end of March. And mm. I watched it. And I've got to say, of all the four, I think this is my least favourite of the four. Oh, personally. Yeah. You know me, I'm a big fan of uh, King of the Monsters. It's one of my favourite mm-hmm. ones because all the, it was like this throwback to the Japanese ones with all the monsters involved, obviously Ghidorah and Rodan and Mothra. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know I love Ghost Skull Island because it was, it took like, the uh, the normal premise of the Kong movies, obviously people go to this island, but then it added the whole war into it with the fact that it was like a massive sort of, basically it was a Vietnam movie mm-hmm. callback. And then though obviously there's flaws within uh, Gareth Edwards' Godzilla for the fact that there's not enough Godzilla, it was still mm-hmm. this cinematic 
visual. It was really well done. And it was more of a disaster movie than it was obviously a monsterverse movie. But mm. for me, this is probably my least favourite. Don't get me wrong, it is a it, really good movie. It's really fun to watch. It's very entertaining. Obviously, for the, when the time it came out, obviously, with everything mm. going on in the world, you want something that's going to bring everyone together. And this did. It, obviously, I think it grossed... Oh, it was... Last time I saw it, it was like near enough $500 million. It, mm. it grossed a, a lot of money. And it was a, mo- a perfect movie to bring everyone back into the cinema. Mm. It was the one that you want to see on the big screen. Obviously, sadly for us... We didn't have the big screen open at the time. We didn't get it to open until May, I think it was over here, was it? Mm. It's like May they reopened. So obviously this was a straight up watching your TV. And yeah, don't get me wrong, watching it on like a 50 uh, plus inch TV right next to me here is fun. Because I can just blast it as loud as I fucking can. Uh, but this is definitely a film I think would have suited more for mm. cinema because it's so obviously big. It's so visually stunning. It's definitely something you want to see in cinema. Because obviously, I think that's why I enjoyed the other three a lot more is the fact I got to watch them in the big screen. I watched all three mm. of them. This is the first one at the uh, the quadrilogy that I didn't get to see on the big screen. And this is one I 100% would have loved to have seen. So, I, I, obviously, as I said with you, obviously you say that the sound is incredible in this film. The, mm. uh, the visuals are stunning. Uh, obviously, I think, I think the story with uh, Monarch, obviously the fucking, obviously the, the, the one who can sign language and whatnot, I feel yeah. that story is fine. I didn't mind that story at all. It was a really interesting like, dynamic. But mm. though obviously the other stories there, obviously just to show you, like, show you obviously the bad guys, what's going on with the bad guys and whatnot. Um, th- obviously it's there as well, mainly for the humour. It's there like, to throw in these yeah. jokes, which is fine. I didn't mind the humour. The humour is fine. I just thought I just didn't really enjoy that story as highly as that story. It had two... St- mm. Obviously every MonsterVerse movie so far has had two stories. I just feel human, like human yeah, story and the monster no, I, um, story. Yeah, well, obviously technically free then because obviously you got the monster story and you got the two human stories around it. Mm. Uh, but this one, usually that there's something within like that's really entertaining within both sides of the story. So obviously, well, but then again, mm. King of the Monsters obviously had a bit of a rough patch with the, the villain story in that as well. But obviously, the first gods that I had obviously the soldier side of the story. It also had obviously. Uh, Obviously, he's obviously Brody's wife, like, doing his stuff. Mm. Obviously, it was a bit interesting because, obviously, it was obviously two basic people trying to get back together to save their basic son. Whereas, obviously, mm. Kong, it split like, the, the military into two groups. Obviously, the full-on, you know, guerrilla army, whatever you call it. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. Like, the, the, the sort of, like, full-on, like, dedicated to their role, like, bam, 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 sort of soldiers. Uh, mm. I think they use like type of. I think they use like the guerrilla soldiers, sort of, sort of like that. Like guerrilla sort of, warfare. Yeah, like those mm. sort of ones. Um, and you got these other ones that, though they will fight, they don't want to fight. And obviously, mm. there's these two interesting stories. Obviously, one's fully dealing with monsters, and one's dealing with basically you know, the, the humans. Obviously, maybe we shouldn't be here. That sort of idea. I, that was very interesting. One's more. Yeah, one's more on the side of Kong, and one's against Kong, basically. Yeah. And obviously, as I say, King of the Monsters, they had obviously the Monarch story, which was all right. I, I didn't mind that. Mm. Obviously, uh, yeah, uh, the dad obviously trying to save his daughter, which was an interesting plot line. Uh, where uh, obviously the bad guy trying to basically cause basically World War Three with monsters. Intriguing, mm. but not as like drawing in as that one. It's, you know, why the fuck are you trying? I know you're trying to like save the world, but you're kind of just destroying the world here. Um, yeah, a bit of fun, I see. Yeah, basically. 
Um, whereas this, obviously, I said the, the, the plot line with them, obviously Kong, obviously these people with Kong. So they they sort of merged the human and Kong storyline into one big storyline. Mm. Uh, and obviously, then you got the little tiny Godzilla storyline, which is barely a storyline. And then you got obviously the other humans dealing with Apex uh, storyline. But as I said, the, mm. the Kong storyline with the people is perfectly fine. They're going to Hollow Earth, which looks amazing. They've got, obviously, they're trying to build up, obviously, uh, trying to figure out what's down in this, obviously, other mm. world. But I just, I wasn't a big fan of that other side of it. The it, It's meant to be a Godzilla side, but it's more Mecha Godzilla side. I wasn't a big fan of that. Yeah. And obviously, then it builds up to this sort of generic, oh, yeah, it's just team up sort of moment. Like mm. you, it, I feel like what fucked this for me is the marketing. They marked it as one will fall, and don't get me wrong, one falls. Kong dies for a, a few moments. Godzilla wins the fight. Mm. It's outright he straight up wins the fight, but Kong gets back up, and it's the idea of yeah, okay, you don't want to kill either of them off because you can make more movies around both of them, mm. but don't mark it as one will fall. Mark it as a one will, uh, you know, one will win or some shit. Uh, it doesn't roll off the tongue and it's good, but I mean, market is like there's going to be a clear winner, but or like, like the the battle for, battle of kings or something like that, or the battle for the, the kingdom. The, who would be mm. the true king? Yeah, like it's, obviously Godzilla the, wins. Godzilla's still technically the king of monsters, but obviously Kong's you know king of the submit. king of the Hollow Earth basically. So basically, yeah, the, the basic, you know, they did it as like more of like he's like, I'm not going to submit to you, but I'm not going to continue fighting. He's giving up with the fight, but he won't follow blindly to the the big lizard boy. I feel like the best wording for it would be one will be king. So obviously, we yeah. all know Godzilla's king of the monsters, and we all know that Kong needs the king to be King Kong, like obviously the OG. So it's the idea mm. of. Is Kong going to take the title from Godzilla and be King Kong now? Or is Godzilla still going to reign supreme as King of the Monsters? And obviously, in this case, he does. He still remains King of the Monsters. But it's I just feel like it's the marketing fucked up for me because I was like really anticipating like yeah. it's going to be this big sort of thing. And then obviously, don't get me wrong, I like the sort of the action between obviously uh, Mechagodzilla and obviously the two of them teaming up. It's just that it was just the, it was just like it's, it was quite a generic sort of like look at it. It was like the idea of the kid that's going, yeah. That's that. That's the bad guy. Godzilla's not our enemy. Go defeat him. Well, let me give the fucking BVS stick for the whole Martha thing. But at least that had something mm. to talk about. At least that got everyone talking. Going, why the fuck did they use that? Whereas this is just like, yeah, Godzilla's not a bad guy. Do you want to go and help him? It's just like, couldn't you have done something a bit like more out there than that? Mm. Like make him realize it. Yeah, because like with with Kong. You don't really need him to like speak or anything because you can see from his face expressions, like how he's feeling, and like you want to show him being conflicted, like maybe like have the kid like in the danger. Yeah, that was like worked. between the fight, and then that's what made him go and join the fight. Yeah, or even like a uh, Kong like saw like uh, Mechagodzilla just straight up like, destroying everyone, like people like blasting mm. through like. Every like people, obviously Kong's not a big fan of people in general, but obviously he still is known to protect obviously people. He still obviously mm. saved a lot of obviously the when the war bats came to obviously attack obviously the ships. He still saved the ships by destroying the war bats. Mm. Uh, and obviously when the the when the, the bad guys pointing the gun at obviously the, the kid, he straight up tried to protect her, like 
yeah, don't fuck with her. Like that idea mm. of maybe like you watch like the Mech Gods are just like blasting through everyone. Uh, and obviously then maybe almost hit the kid, but obviously like Godzilla yeah. a- like accidentally took the like the blast and he's like, wait, what? Godzilla protect yeah. Yeah, like he like he, he mm. like blocks it because like maybe Godzilla realized maybe I can't do this by myself. I need help. And he obviously he's mm. seen obviously Kong and maybe he's like spotted like at one point earlier on like Kong like talking like with the kid and he's just like, mm. What? And obviously then he's like realizing, wait, the kid's the key to basically getting him to help me on my like, mm. And obviously, they, they, yeah, as you say, like, you just block uh, the Mech Godzilla blast or something, and obviously she maybe get hurt slightly, and then Kong's just like, fuck this, and then just gets in the fight, rather than just like, yeah, he's not our enemy, just, you know, go and help him. It's a bit yeah, lame. Like, 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 because he can realise, like, Mechagodzilla is the one destroying himself, whereas the actual Godzilla is really, like, focusing his fight on the people. It's more of he's focusing a fight on the Mecha. And all his damage like, is basically coming from just trying to destroy this Mecha Godzilla from mm. even like existing. Because obviously, if you think about it, all the attacks he's done so far on obviously the facilities was him basically trying to stop Mecha Godzilla from even existing. Mm. So, because he knew that had Ghidorah's head. Yeah, so it's the idea of though he's obviously that he is hurting people. He's not hurting. Mm. He's like mainly hurting the bad people. Yeah, I know there's some collateral, but I mean. What's there's the, always collateral? Is, them. It's always yeah. It's, it's always collateral. And it's the idea of what's like what's going to be worse. Mech Godzilla coming out and destroying everyone with Ghidorah's head and obviously in his skull, or basically mm. these like say like twenty people you're actually going to kill. It's that sort of idea of yeah. Obviously, this human life shouldn't basically just be destroyed like this. But at the end of the day, this is going to take more. You need to stop the mm. bigger threat. Basically, that sort of notion. Yeah, I mean as well. Like I said, to be fair, like how big they are, there's no way they can't cause collateral damage. Yeah. Like, and the fact that they don't shy away from that at least is useful. Yeah, I, I love the fact that obviously the how big Kong is now, and they, yeah. they show you the scale from the get go. Like how, like when they like compare him like to ships now, you're like, okay, when I saw him last time, he's not that big, and he's just like, fuck me, he's like the size of Godzilla near enough. Hmm. Did you mention like a like even in, if he was in Skull Island, still in Skull Island, eventually he would outgrow it. Yeah, like that containment field is like was getting too like small for him. That's the old touch of the mention that and yeah, like you can see that he could get bigger and bigger. And of course, remember when we we did Kong, Kong Skull Island? What did I say would be Kong? Like greatest like asset is the fact that he can use tools. Yeah. And what does he use in this? Four's a axe. big off fucking axe. Yeah, I love it. The fact that they just think, well, if, if he's a big monkey, yeah. What if we gave him Stormbreaker? Perfect. Let's do it. <laughs> but I do love the detail of the, the axe that yeah. his ancestors had was made from a Godzilla, and that's how it whole works. So you see like, the big Godzilla's like, spine. Yeah. He's obviously had he ab- they absorbed the radiation and use it against him. Yeah, so I feel I feel like obviously with this one as well. Out of all the ones, obviously they've done so far, this is probably the best lit one because the mm. lighting is probably is just really good. Because obviously the first one was very dark. Uh, mm. Kong Skull Island was was uh, more lighter. Obviously you could see a lot more, 
more uh, natural light. Yeah, King of the Monsters was dark at times. Obviously, there's a lot of like weather added to that sort of effect, like the, mm. the blizzards, the sandstorms. There's obviously all this sort of stuff added over the top of the screens. Whereas this one, you see basically everything. And even like when there's like a massive cloud of smoke, the clouds still lit like light blue and uh, orange and whatnot. Neon. And, yeah, neon Very basically. Neon. And you can obviously still see obviously these monsters fighting. So mm. I feel like they did that really well because obviously. Fights in this are outstanding. They're probably some of the, the yeah. best sort of fights you're going to get because obviously you got the first fight, which is the obviously the ship fight, which is obviously a really like, interesting fight where it's like, okay, Kong's basically out of his natural habitat now. He's stuck on ships. Godzilla is able to swim in water and get on land. And mm. It's proved by the fact that he basically beats Kong in his first fight because it's essentially the idea of uh, Kong it's has to have help. Habitat. Kong has to have help yeah. to get through this because they have to drop depth charges to get Kong out mm. of there and then, you know, just go still like a T- stop a T-Rex and spotting them. Yeah, because like, to be fair, I said the, the water would be Godzilla's, like, yeah. element. So, like, he's, it's going to be, like, easier for him to win. It's like when people said the whole fight of, like, oh, if he was a bear and a shark, I had a fight, do you think yeah. it's like... Well, if they put a bear in the water, I'm pretty sure a shark will fucking win because the shark can swim and the bear can't. Yeah. <laughs> the bear would fucking drown. Like, they, these kind of, those kind of fights are like, well, obviously one side's going to be very one-sided. Whereas on the land fights, there's, there's more of an even ground. Yeah, because that's what I like with this. It's like, there's three stages to this fight. You've got, obviously, the water battle, mm. which Godzilla takes the win, so he goes 1-0. Then you got the yeah. land, the first land battle when Kong brings the axe into the fight for the first time, mm. and uh, technically speaking, Kong wins that fight because Godzilla's basically outmatched. He's knocked down, obviously he's bashed down. Obviously they sort of both mm. got flying, so it is kind of this idea of it may be an even split, but I feel like Kong just about took that fight, just about like by a minuscule, like just barely. Mm. So it was just one one. Obviously then they have the last leg of the fight where obviously the axe is basically not present and Godzilla essentially kills Kong so he takes the 2-1 victory obviously yeah you might some might say obviously the Kong victory was more of a draw because it was kind of like this even sort of fight rather than that but obviously if we give him the win yeah we've got to give the monkey the win uh, he's, got, he's got no win we can't have him 3-0 <laughs> can't, can't lose no. 3-0 so if you give him the 2-1 uh, loss it, it's like it's very even thing obviously the idea of okay who's going to win the final fight and obviously Godzilla does because he basically breaks the chest of Kong mm. and his arm. Yeah, it's very hard here. If Kong had more time to like train with that axe, I think he would have won. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, like it's you literally just giving a big monkey an axe and it's like go fight with it like a pro. But like if he had like years and yeah, like, that axe. More like his parents had. Obviously, the parents uh, do show you can kill a Godzilla. Yeah. The, the act is made from one. So it shows that these Kongs can kill them. It's not just one massive, big, one-sided fight. It's more of this one hasn't got the same experience as the ancestors have. Well, question is, is did they kill a Godzilla or did they just manage to get one of the spines? Because they might have just managed to snap the spine off. The, there's, there's the bones as well from the Godzilla. How I see it is more of like the entire like axe is made from one, and it's more of I would see it as they have like been at war with these things and have killed 
my head cannon still that killed another king um, just to get the bone. <laughs> yeah, cause, yeah, but because obviously, like, there's got to be a reason for why there's only one Godzilla and well, one remaining Kong. So at least there's got to be some kind of even fight against them. So yeah, I think if like either it's a different type of Kong, or if this one had training, there's possibility that yeah, they would have. One, it would be it would be more of an even match. Like we see it as like this is probably like uh, the first Captain America versus like the pro Captain America that we've seen like at the end of Endgame. Like we yeah. both could like a sh- same level of strength, just that one's got more experience and much more better fire. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, obviously, as we said, obviously. The- uh, the sound is like probably one of the uh, another great thing about this because obviously the sound is like, especially obviously the mm. obviously the the deaf character for the fact that uh, when it obviously zooms in on her the the audio basically goes a bit more mute and it's obviously Muffled. from her yeah from her perspective of not being able to hear anything which is obviously really well designed obviously the the battles mm. obviously there's a the sound designs within the battles obviously uh, the axe bit when obviously you hear the beam and it's like boom like that and then obviously the water battle they bring back the uh, the sound from the first Godzilla when uh, they're jumping from the ship, the plane from there, mm. and obviously you hear that, ah, that's it. They brought that back, obviously, with the missiles when the, the rockets are basically going in the air, which is really nice bringing back. Mm. But I, I definitely obviously, feel like they botched, obviously, as I say, with the, the half the story. I think the characters, yeah, uh, obviously, as, as I said when I was watching it, uh, the guy from the last one, the dad, like, they mm. basically just shafted him to basically this little cameo, which feels a bit sad. Yeah, he goes from basically being quite a cool character to just worrying about Millie Bobby Brown while she just takes most of the stage, let's be honest. I feel like it would have been interesting if he was involved in that aspect rather than like this new kid that brought yes. in, like he was involved heavily and he was trying to keep her safe at the same time as trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah, as, much cool. as fun as it is having um, fucking kid from Deadpool. fire hand, yeah, it's, it would make more sense it being the dad. Yeah. Yeah, but he still, he was still a fun character. Because obviously, obviously he's already been introduced. We've already known him. Whereas mm. his kid is just like, oh yeah, so this is just someone she knows. He's a friend, and he's like, okay, well I've never heard of this character like ever before. Yeah, at least it has him in the, the like the previous film. I mean, yeah, uh, fucking king boy. Yeah, but obviously the other uh, the other two big botches. Uh, obviously the the bald guy that comes into it towards the end. Uh. Obviously, he comes into it during the, uh, obviously, the Monarch segments. The, he's like, oh, we're evacuating and whatnot. And obviously, mm. if you read into the director, uh, he states that he's the head of Monarch at the moment. Mm. And yet, it's never once mentioned that in the film. It just throws this guy in, and that's it. But yeah, it's just like a really weird like appearance. Like, down to the point in putting a character in, mm. obviously, I'm a big fan of uh, Lance Reddick, because he was in uh, John Wick. He was the obviously the guy behind the desk of the, all three John Wick movies, and yeah, uh, you brought him in. It, the director's literally like, "Oh yeah, he's the head of Monarch," and it's just like, "Okay, no, so we're just gonna just throw him in, have a couple of lines, and then it's gone." Like they cut everything basically about him out of it, which is mm. a bit stupid. Because he's, he's pretty much like, "Well, the, who the fuck's that?" Not me- no mention towards him. It's like how. Um... Obviously, the 
one of the main of apex like people which is obviously the the asian guy who is obviously sarazawa the yeah he's the son the son but obviously they never actually say they just say his last name yeah which obviously you have to put two and two okay. together and go okay that's the guy from the mm. other ones but they're like there's no reference to his dad like we were saying like it'd be so better if like when he's like um saying like oh we can't test it now we haven't tested the upgrade like um don't you want your revenge against kong or some against godzilla i mean like referencing the fact that his dad died so godzilla and kind of like having him like say like how he blames godzilla for his dad's death and using that angle instead of just like not you referencing it at all and just having him there he's basically a throwaway character Mm. Which is a shame. Control. He's just there to control Ghidorah. Yeah, there's there's a lot of ways they could have done his character mm. a lot better. I think basically everyone on that side of the the equation could have been handled a lot better. I feel like everyone on the obviously the mm. uh, obviously uh, the sort of Team Kong side of it that nothing was wrong with them at all. I think they were all perfectly fine. It's just I think the other yeah. side of the coin, Monarch, uh, Apex, they were handled really bad. I think personally. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, the entirety of Monarch seems very like not present as well. Yeah, look, I mean, the last three movies, Monarch's been basically the main presence of it. Obviously, the first one, uh, they're the ones who knew about Godzilla. They're obviously uh, trying to figure out what's going. uh, Obviously, what's happening with all the monsters and whatnot. Second one, uh, obviously, it's Monarch at the very beginning as they're basically about to get shut down, so they get to Skull Island and try and get proof. And then obviously then la- the last one it was like oh monarch like someone out of monarch's now a bad guy and now they're trying to destroy everything else yeah. and basically they had the biggest stage set for monarch and it's just like oh yeah so this guy's like former monarch she is monarch but you know we're not going to really bother mentioning much about that it's just like it's now apex is all you need to look at and even that it's just like not great yeah it's like having like shield be there and just watch the entirety of avengers plot out but have a different company be the reason that they created and stuff the whole plot behind it just having shield watch all the devastation like oh we we could do something but we don't know what to do oh well pretty much exactly that yeah which is a shame the back side which is a bit Stupid. The fact Monarch is basically the main human organization mm. of the MonsterVerse, it's a shame that they're basically not even really bob- like properly executed in this movie. Yeah, like they don't even bring back fucking Charles Dance. Yeah, he's like not even the very bring- reason they had Ghidorah. Yeah, it's not. I don't think they even mentioned where, where where he is. Yeah, because he was the reason they have the Ghidorah head. He's not used at all. Yeah. That that is stupid. Pretty oh, much, he's fucking Charles Dunce. You want him? You want him? I mean, he's like the most powerful, intimidating person you can have for a villain. Basically, Jeez. yeah. Uh, I'm, trying, then, I'm trying to think of something else. Um, I there's the fact that obviously the uh, the deaf girl and Millie Bobby Brown. They're basically the whole point of those their characters, like the main focus the monster storylines because they are like the different counterparts one who basically is on the side of godzilla and talking about her like oh this isn't really 
God has got a reason for this. I want to prove that he's not being evil. And then she got the uh, the indigenous like girl who is the last of her people, who obviously Kong saved and was like, oh, the whole their connection, their whole relationship as well. So the whole they're basically like the same character, but for the respective Titan. Pretty so, much, yeah. Yeah. See, one thing as well. Um, obviously, if you look at like the last battles of each like movie, obviously they build up mm. this emotional moment to build up into that. So obviously, the other first Godzilla uh, is the idea of obviously uh, Brody's like, okay, my dad's died because of all these monsters. My family's in danger. I need to basically just go for this and try and help. Essentially, Godzilla kill these monsters and see what happens. Uh, mm. The second one, obviously uh, Kong Skull Island. Uh, his idea, obviously, uh, this obviously group of people have basically been watching all their friends die to monsters on this island, basically getting wiped out. So idea of though Kong's killed most of them, these skull crawlers are way worse, and basically we're going to die without Kong. So it was that idea, mm. and obviously then uh, King of the Monsters. It's literally in the last words, like for Serizawa, like he died to save Godzilla to kill Ghidorah, and mm. it's that emotional arc of <clears throat> he's the reason. Everyone trusts Godzilla to, <coughs> to basically uh, help him win. Whereas this is like, there's not, because obviously the bad guys are basically using Kong just to get like, the stuff to make Mecha Godzilla work. And it's like, yeah. there's not really this emotional. Uh, though it gets emotional when obviously Kong dies, it's emotional for obviously mm. Gia. Obviously, she's very upset with him being dead. But I mean, it's not as impactful because of the sort of generic thing that t- happens afterwards. Yeah. It's, it's pretty much like she is used as the main part of the emotion of the film, and that's it. So there's definitely are, there is there are some down points as we we do yeah. so. Uh, but there are some. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of good, good from it, and there's a lot that can come from this now because of how successful yeah. it's done. There's stuff that can be spawned from this movie. Yeah, um, I think if we never actually had a trailer. If we didn't go into the film with certain expectations, you probably wouldn't have as much complaints of it. But I think because we had this epic trailer expectation in mind, the idea of oh, this is how it's going to be, and the fact that it wasn't that, that is probably what impacted it a lot. Yeah, definitely. Uh, <laughs> I think I've said my piece. Uh, good action, good special effects, good score, good cinematography. Mm. Mixture in terms of characters, story a bit meh. Uh, I don't know what else to say. Good opening. I mean, good ending. If you've got, ep- if you've got epilepsy, you're probably screwed watching this yeah. film because there's quite a lot of flashing lights, and you've got those neon lights and electricity and big pulsing, and basically a rip off Rainbow Bridge. You're going to have a, some kind of epilepsy warning at least. Dan, but, may, Dan may rest in peace. Yeah. But of course, if you're not, then you're going to love the flashlights. Uh, okay, I, th- I think we should move on to our favourite moment. Hmm. Uh, for me, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to give it to Godzilla laying down the challenge in Hong Kong when he blasts down into the earth and roars at Kong and mm. Kong roars back. That challenge of, get your ass up here and let's finish this now. That, that <coughs> shot of them is... T- 
<laughs> roaring at each other from like different angles. There's a lot of other moments I could have gone with. Obviously, the roar when the like, obviously Godzilla's beat Kong, and there's obviously a mm. few shots. Obviously, Kong fighting and Godzilla fight. There's a few shots here and there that I could have gone with, but I just really like that idea of Godzilla like figgling that Kong's awakened this basically old weapon, mm. and he's like, "Oh hell no, get your ass up here. Let's finish this now." I like that idea. Mm. I think you could probably tell what mine's going to be. When yes. Kong goes like, do you know that scene in a 4? Uh, it's in the Infinity War, but 4 just to Thanos. I'm going to do that as well, because it does look pretty My good. The, head. <laughs> the one where, like, obviously he's using the axe to reflect the yeah. um, black breath, and then slice through and just knocks... Knocks them both, eh, technically. Yeah, and the massive, like, reverb. Yeah. That is a really good moment. Yeah, obviously. Also, I'm going to love a big monkey with a axe. Can't, I can't not. I can't not. I know that all the screen with a scratching his ass. Oh, yeah. No, that was good. That's, that's, yeah, that's, <laughs> I, was, I remember watching that when it first came out. It's just like, he was like, he's stretching, like, okay, okay. And then next movie, he's just like, eh. I think, <laughs> I think that was actually the, I think they may have released that as like a little uh, clip beforehand. I remember seeing it and just being like, what the fuck? Is, what is, is Kong just scratching his ass? <laughs> um, That's the teaser. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so let's get to the ratings. Mm-hmm. Um, I still do think this is probably the weakest entry of this MonsterVerse. It's still a really fun, hell of a movie, yeah. but in terms of human characters, they botch a lot of it. Um, mm-hmm. The generic type of team-up, they bot- obviously there's a bit... It was obvious, and I feel like they could have done a swerve ball of it, how they could have like, achieved it. I also feel like the fact that, obviously, they got a horror director in the form of Adam Wingard, but it didn't feel mm-hmm. like a horror film. Like, I mean, you, there's not wasn't really any moments <clears> that... <throat> usually, when you watch films, obviously, it's like Aquaman's a big example. The scenes of the trench, that screams mm. James Wan at the top of your lungs. But this doesn't... There's no scene in this for me. That screams Adam Wingard. Like, mm. he did Your Next to uh, Blair Witch, Death Note, um, and a, f- a couple of other things here and there. And you feel usually that little sprinkle of their sort of usualness over the top of these movies, but there was nothing here that screams <coughs> Adam Wingard. It, it's mm. literally, I think, so, oh, I can't remember what I was watching, but it's saying, like, this is basically a yes man. This is sort of this little tiny director that. There's little films, and you can get for a big film because they won't say anything. It's not it's basically like uh, it's the idea of how they're basically with Snyder. Mm. If they tried to get Snyder for something like this, he'd want full control of how it works, and the yeah. studio would like, be like, "No, no, we want this," and he'd be like, "No, no, no, I don't want this." Whereas obviously Wingard is probably a, obviously because he's a small director, it's a big paycheck for him. He's not going to yeah. be like, "No, no, no, we're having it this way. It's my movie. I'm doing this." <laughs> Obviously, yeah. the, the company can literally just be like, okay, we're doing it this way. And be like, oh, yeah, same, same, same. It's fine, it's fine, 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 fine. That's my money. Yeah, just keep paying me. Just keep paying me. So, yeah. I feel like for <laughs> this, it'd be somewhere between like 7.5 and 8. Because obviously mm. the botches. But obviously due to rounding, I have to round it to an 8. But I do think yeah. if I was to rank them, this would probably be the bottom one. Because I think the first Godzilla just tops this for the fact that it was something different in terms of like this monster movie. Like, it, it wasn't this sort of generic sort of fighting. It was like 
an actual like hard hitting story and disaster movie. So I feel like that just tops this for me. I think the best way to describe it is like we've mentioned, like a little reference to what you've said before, is it's like Batman versus Superman. Whereas like obviously Batman in that one, it was like we love the Batman side, but it was the Superman side laid down. It's like this. We love the monster side, but it was the human side that let it down. And I think yeah, that's what like impacted it. But that being said, it was still entertaining and fun. And I'm also always going to love a film that has Kong in it. Big monkey. Ooh, ooh, ah. And the fact they give him an axe definitely does good for me. But I'd say, I'd say eight as well. Because it was still entertaining. I'd rather watch this than watch Batman vs Superman. So, yeah. Where where would you put it though in terms of like in all the folks? I know you, Kong's got in the future top one. Yeah, but where would you Kong put it there? I would say Kong. Wait, I think I think this is the first. I think you gave all the other three nines, didn't you? Yeah, they'd be right at the bottom. Yeah, but if it didn't have the human side, I think it'd be a bit a bit more. Yeah, because I think the best says that they kind of focused on Millie Bobby Brown a little bit too much. I think there was too much focus on her. Literally, yeah. that, that's part of the story. It literally, would have worked mm. if it was the dad involved and her. Like yeah. maybe they were following Godzilla and they they tracked into the Apex facility and they found this and like it's like a more of a mystery side to it rather than. Yeah. Uh, obviously, with this version, they, obviously they've got Bernie who literally knows everything. He's like, okay, this is it here, this is there, these are the bad guys. Mm. It would have been this really cool idea of if it was them two, basically, like, okay, she's like, God says, he's not like this. Why is he like this? And the dad's like, I know what you're thinking. And they're I going like this, this sort of a like, sort of like father daughter road trip. And then obviously yeah. they like, go into like the facility and find this and like, what the hell? And yeah. trying to figure it all out. And uh, even like in the final battle, I hate the fact that humans helped win it for just like pouring some liquid over the machine. I've, I would have preferred that Kong and Godzilla just outpowered Mechagodzilla. I feel like... Definitely. It was a bit mad them getting involved. Like, they, they barely got involved in time movie. Uh, these characters. And then next minute they're like, okay, let's just break this machine. Like mm. It would have been cool if they went, okay, look at this, obviously, this diagram on the screen. They, they've literally put it here that there's one weakness in this beast. Like, they haven't fixed, like, I don't know, there's, like, a, a part, like, in the chest there. And it's, like, they haven't mm. properly fixed it, and it's, like, the weakest part of the body. One hit, and it basically it causes a power, like, a power outage and weakens it. Like, some, like they mentioned that, and it's, they're, like, pray, like, Kong and Godzilla hit it right there. And, like, they could do, yeah, like, oh. an accidental hit. Like, when Kong's swinging the axe, like, he actually <coughs> caught it, and he, like, and he mm. notices it. And then targets it per- like personally, like even though like, it turns to Godzilla and roars at him and looks at him, Godzilla's like, "I got you," and they're both like just or, like, smashing yeah. it. Or even when uh, Godzilla uses their breath on the axe, have that be when it's like, obviously, yeah, in the thing, but without the whole shutdown thing, yeah, like, like a little bit harder, and just that breath like gives that moment of time to for Kong to get the upper hand. And having Millie Bob Brown follow Godzilla would be good because it would be the perfect parallel for Kong. Because obviously they have like the girl, the deaf girl, following Kong. Having Bobby Brown follow Godzilla is like the perfect kind of parallel. 
Yeah. Instead of just having her go find some conspiracy nut who just happens to like know best place to go and where to yeah, go. Yeah, basically. It's stupid. I feel like as well in that mm-hmm. final fight, obviously when you send the axe thing, I think what would have been really cool is obviously when he blows the axe and he starts like attacking Mechgazer. Like Mechgazer is still fighting back and Godzilla literally yeah. like, grabs the back of his head and just like pulls his head up and just roars at Kong and there's like a slow motion axe swing as he cuts the head clean off. Yeah, that would be cool as well. And then he just picks the head up and starts roaring and then Godzilla, and obviously uh, it collapses, but obviously Godzilla's already collapsed somewhere else and the next minute obviously there's a confrontra- confrontation between them and like, the, there's like, Kong's like, I'm not going to fight you. Yeah. I think it would have been interesting if Godzilla, like, Godzilla like, still like, hit him. I feel, I feel like it would have been interesting if Godzilla still like, hit him and knocked him down and went to kill him and just like, no. Mm. Next, but like, it, like, he sort of roars at him in the acknowledgement of next time you meet, though, <coughs> this is till the death. Like that sort of acknowledgement. Mm. Like, then I could build up, obviously, a bunch more movies down the, obviously down the line to another like, versus movie between them. Where it is literally a full-on fight to the death, one will literally fall. When that tagline would have worked better, like Godzilla versus Kong yeah. Two, one will fall. And that could have been like, that could have literally been the subtitle: Godzilla versus Kong, one will fall. That's how mm. it would have worked a hundred times better. Mm. Damn, we should write movies for these people. <laughs> <laughs> we keep we keep saying that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I feel like they won't know because I've slagged the Warner Brothers off way too much. <laughs> oh yeah, Warner Brothers won't touch you with a five foot pole. <laughs> um, okay, so chat Disney game. though, Disney. So it's been that long since we did this, so I completely forgot to do this. So here it is. Uh, that gives uh, Godzilla vs Kong a chatscape overall rating of well, eight out of ten. Simple. Now back to you. Previous day recorded, Tom. Uh, chat game MVP <laughs> award time. Uh, I feel like we've got to give it to Gia, the obviously deaf uh, actress. Definitely. Because she's like the heart and soul of this movie behind Kong. Mm. And for the fact they actually got someone who was deaf. Because a lot of these yeah. times for these movies, they'll just get anyone and be like, they'll just like, pretend they're deaf. But the fact they actually got someone who's deaf and had someone obviously working on set like, to sign to mm. and everything, that just is so much uh, better for me. And I think she's, she was really good in it. Mm. Definitely. Uh, I'd say she definitely helped carry the film as well. Yeah. She helped give that side like, of emotion. Yeah, even, though, even though she didn't speak, but like she uses the sign language and stuff, and the fact that they have her be the one that communicates with yeah. Kong, and the fact that Kong's the only one that will communicate with her, like the other ones, he knows what they're saying, he doesn't give a shit what they're saying. Yeah. But it's her he focuses on. And without her, they wouldn't have got the big act, which gave Kong yeah. an advantage. I feel like then for runner-up, it'd be Kong. Because mm. I feel like Kong, Kong's basically... Essentially, in this one, Godzilla's completely been shafted to the side. Like, I mean, the first yeah. film, he was barely in it, but he was in it enough to still know it was a Godzilla film. Uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters, he was in it enough, but it was obviously... It was obviously focusing on mm. the villain monsters and obviously building up to Godzilla basically becoming this big motherfucker who's like, yeah, I ain't taking this shit. Yeah. Whereas this one, he's been complete. He's like, he's the front and center of this movie's title and he's just been shafted so far to the side. It would have been interesting, obviously, as we said, if they followed like Godzilla around, obviously the other characters, yeah. like 
they get add like an extra half hour of them basically following Godzilla around and watching this destruction like something's not right here and then finding like mm. maybe like prototypes of Mecha Godzilla like what the hell like something like yeah. that instead of just basically just shafting him to the side that's why obviously Kong like would have to be going, it's like he's been going around destroying all the factories for yeah. like Apex not just that one but all of them yeah because they've got multiple mechas yeah with different it's designs because then they yeah, could do throwback they could do throwback designs then to obviously the old Godzilla like the old Mecha Godzilla, mm. like there could be a factory that has the old Mecha Godzilla design. Yeah, that would have been interesting. They could also they could also have different ones designed after the like the other monsters in King of the Monsters. Like there's one of like Rodan for that. Well, there is a but Mecha. Like, there is a Mecha Ghidorah in the the Japanese mm. movies, so there could have been. But I'm I mean, assuming they're saving that probably for like another Godzilla movie. Yeah, like, there could be like little like little glimpse to other type of designs yeah i know what you're saying they've gone with and then when they're gone Godzilla was the best one to go for yeah but he's going around destroying all of them anyways just in case yeah i feel, I feel like it's a good like run time an hour 50 but i feel like an extra like 20 minutes to uh, to add obviously to change mm. that other human story to add these other elements to it would have made it work a lot better because at least then you, you, you're appeasing both fans. You're appeasing the Kong fans who, because you got all this Kong story, and you're also appeasing the Godzilla fans for all this Godzilla story. For the fact yeah. that this is straight up a Kong movie, in my opinion. Yeah, Godzilla's just Which, there. I like the Kong. So it's basically like saying they've made it a Kong film, but still have like gave got Godzilla like the win. Yeah. It's like, oh, we put all this story of uh, Kong. But yeah, we're just going to get Godzilla to beat him up because yeah. why not? There's just, a few, so, there's just a few tweaks here and there that they could have made to make it even better. Because for me, yeah. when I heard about this, when I obviously saw the trailer, I was like, for me, this could be the best of the four. This could be the 10 out of 10 movie. This could be the one that seals the deal for me in this monsterverse. And obviously it just didn't. It, it's literally the yeah. bottom of the list, which is a shame because if you think about it, Obviously, King of the Monsters is the throwback to the Japanese ones. <laughs> this one should have been the big top dogs. It's bringing everything into one big movie. Yeah. But it wasn't. I also feel like they, like, even though they made Kong bigger and stronger, when it comes to that one fight near the end where Kong loses last time, they, it like, it's like they just, like, took away his, like, the fact that he's, his endurance and how he's durable he is and just like oh for now now he's vulnerable it, that felt out of place i feel like it's just well. the fact that god how strong godzilla truly is it's like one mm. one hit can basically just completely disorientate you and you're just like whoa 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 what the fuck am i gonna do mm. now and obviously that it's idea because, of he just it's more of like they the other fights i've had though he was using the same amount of strength and still kong was just taking it that moment it was like, oh no, now Kong's like weak and vulnerable. I think it's the idea of obviously it's, it's had that. If you think about it, in terms of the fights, Godzilla hasn't had as much damage across the entire movie, whereas Kong's been damaged a lot. He's almost been drowned. It's like yeah. by this point now, it's heck. He's even fought in the under uh, in the Hollow Earth. It's the idea of mm. his now. It's basically it's kind of taking its toll on him. He's been fighting a lot. He hasn't really had the time to rest. He's he's been running a lot, whereas Godzilla hasn't been doing much he's just basically just swimming a lot i think like what it could have done is like you have con get hit by the atomic breath and that's what it does i mean like, not just, like, around 
Yeah, and that's what they're saying. Not just like the whole like, oh, now he like the Kong uh, Godzilla's like hits. Now they're slightly too strong for him. Pretty much. Um, okay, so my question of the day is: Do you want to see this universe continue this monster verse? With obviously more movies focused on obviously the two protagonists here, yeah, uh, and even maybe some focus on other monsters like Mothra, because obviously the Japanese did a lot of Mothra movies back in the day, and uh, other mm. ones like these sort of other monsters getting the solo treatment. Yeah, I, I would like to see some Mothra. Obviously, I love to see a lot of Kong films, and it would be cool as well a prequel film. It's like a, a prequel film which is based purely on the war between the Kongs and the Godzillas. Because oh. I mentioned their rivalry, but imagine it was seeing it, and it was like a film completely. I said that no, there would be no humans in that at all. So ancient mean, it is. No humans, purely just the monsters. But like they can show like, but like um, Planet of the Apes, where the, the apes use sign language, have that's how all the cons communicate. And it's like it didn't have to be a, a film full of speaking. That'd be interesting. That would be quite fun to watch, and you can you have the um all these type of Kongs driving the home of yeah. like the, all of the story and stuff. Cause these are ones that are more intelligent. Yeah. Whereas the gods, the ones did more like trying to like one being more like, Oh, I'm the better one. Like, you know what I mean, yeah, hundred percent. You could obviously you could have actual gods that be the alpha in anyways. So like, he was the, like the main person there for all the time. And maybe like, he's the one who killed one of Kong's parents. And you can nah, see, you can Kong's see Skull, Kong. Skull are the ones that kill Kong. In the Skull parents. Uh, Skull remember, in Kong Skull Island, they're like, the Skull, they say the two big skeletons, like, oh, those are Kong's parents. Skull Crawlers killed them. Uh, but so we can see that, how they got driven to Skull, Skull Island, maybe yeah, as well. That'd be interesting. We can see what happened to them. So, nice little bit of history. Obviously, they all obviously start, was in hot, started off in the Hollow Earth. Yeah. To what happened to them. And that'd be cool to watch. Like, yeah. As I say, you don't, you don't need to have humans for that one to work. I say it'd be interesting because obviously that could be like a test to see how it would work yeah. without humans. Then they could be like, okay, let's do mm. let's do more like this if it like, works well. Yeah. I feel like obviously for them, this obviously is seen as just a big success for the, the critical, the audience reaction, obviously the money they got from it, especially during the pandemic. It, obviously yeah. that, that has obviously now spurred them to go, mm. okay, let's do more. Because essentially, obviously King of the Monsters... Was a uh, wasn't a flop flop at the box office, but he didn't do as well as they wanted, and even reviews mm. were bad on it. So the idea of if Godzilla versus Kong is bad, if it flops, then Monsterverse over, game over, reboot, mm. remake, yada yada. But obviously, this has then gone. Okay, no, 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 it's it's worked. We'll try again, do some more like yeah. this, but obviously fix stuff that is issue wise. I think what they've shown is that, like, obviously, using Kong probably makes it a bit more better because they can do more with him. They can they can do more emotional stories with him, whereas with Godzilla, it's a little bit harder to do because he's still got expression on his face, but it's harder to do, and he just seems a bit too more like rampaging lizard. Whereas yeah. Kong does seem like a proper intelligent character, like 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 you see in Planet Apes. Yeah. So that would be interesting to see, like how yeah. they go with Kong because I think they, I think that's why Kong was the main center of this film. You know, Godzilla is supposed to be the big center of it. It's because it's easy to have 
more Kong than it is to have more Godzilla. Yeah. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's it. Yeah, it is. Uh, so, yeah, that's it for Chat OK podcast this month. Uh, <clears throat> for, you know, we're going to obviously try and round out some other franchises over the next three months. Uh, we'll see what we do then. I'm obviously just trying to get people agreed to. I've got one agreement. Actually, two agreements so far. Mm. I've just got to check with the Connor agreement on the one for possibly next month. But we'll see. Uh, so, yeah, uh, as usual, I've uh, been your host, the Dragon King, Thomas Hughes. And I've always been the main, like, number one fan of Kong. <laughs> I'm going to keep that fandom alive. <laughs> and uh, this has been a Chat Code podcast. Uh, I will say that, Hayden. Uh, we had this, obviously, a uh, massive sort of uh, disagreement with, when we did uh, I think it was when we did King of the Monsters. And we were, I was like, oh, Team yeah. Godzilla, Godzilla's going to win this big fight. You were like, oh, Kong's going to win it. You, went and got, you had Alex on your side. I then got uh, James on my side. Uh, I also kind of got kind of like in between, but he's more my side. And guess what? Team Godzilla wins, bitch. Yeah, but I see that as like it was. It's edited wrong. It was shit. It's out of context. It's fake news. Like it's all like it's pure like Godzilla bias. Like I just think that the director was a big bias. So Godzilla was like, oh, I've made Godzilla win. Yeah, so it's all fake. It's all fake. You know, the government playing around. You know, Trump. Trump said that it was actually Congo one. Apparently they counted it wrong. They counted the votes wrong. Damn it, Trump.